Hello and welcome to the Promo Noise Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Morin, and by now you know that what we're about to talk about is part of the mentor series of podcasts that'll continue for the next several more episodes. Promo Noise is an educational company dedicated to providing you insights and relevant lessons that are designed to inspire you. My goal is to inspire you to create magic of your own based on the knowledge and wisdom that I'm going to share that come from my 20-year career in the promotional advertising industry. Feel free to check us out at promonoise.com where you'll find blogs, a free ebook, and much, much more to come in due course. That being said, let's get going. If you read or listened to part one of this series, you'll know that I'm talking about my mentor, Stan Gallen, and that shortly after beginning my career at Debco, I noticed Stan's tendency to bring in little snacks for our department. But these weren't just any old snacks. Stan would understand what people liked, what made them comfortable, and what they craved. He would routinely walk through the office, and without making any fuss, he'd simply drop off someone's favorite chocolate bar on their desk and then walk away. These little moments always made me smile. He never sought recognition for these random acts, but instead knew that these little gestures would go a long way. I often think of the Kit Kat as the modern-day thank you card. In my experience, most people have forgotten about the art of the thank you. Even in a world which it's so easy to text someone a quick thank you, it's a practice that's fallen out of favor, perhaps because people don't have time, or perhaps because the habit is dying. But Stan's little treats were tantamount to a thank you. Whenever a Kit Kat or an apple or a box of mini donuts appeared, you knew it was because someone was thinking of you, and that someone was always Stan. Oftentimes, it's the little things that matter. For example, you might be having the worst day ever, but a simple kiss from your partner or a hug from your child is often the difference between despair and delight. Stan's little treats had the same effect. It could be a particularly stressful day, but the knowledge that the big guy was actually thinking about you was enough to make you feel the warmth and keep on going. I used to appreciate those treats enormously, not because I had a sweet tooth, but because I knew what they symbolized. As I advanced through my career at Debco and began to leave the office to do outside meetings at clients' offices, I always remembered Stan's Kit Kats. Stan wasn't a lavish person and never brought Belgian chocolate to the office, but his acts of kindness didn't require a high price tag. Those acts of kindness were priceless and weren't intended to buy anyone's loyalty. That certainly stuck with me, so I began to do likewise whenever I visited a customer. Instead of bringing some fancy three-layer tray of high-tea sandwiches, I'd opt for something very simple that simply said, I'm thinking about you. I remember once doing a meeting in rural Iowa, where there weren't a lot of chain restaurants or coffee shops. I stumbled upon a very small local establishment that made homemade baked goods. Because I was presenting to a pretty large crowd, I ended up cleaning out the entire inventory of their freshly baked goods. Those treats didn't cost me a lot, 
but they sure made a big impact at the presentation I made that morning when the staff found out where I'd purchased the goods. I even remembered the person's name that served me, and it turned out that half the staff knew that person as well. I was able to build instant rapport and a genuine connection based on my intent to provide a thoughtful gift to my audience. Thus, it became less about the offering I'd brought and more about the thought and the intention. These acts of kindness ended up making me feel like an insider. I didn't have to be flashy in order to fit in. I just needed to be myself. And as I would discover the likes and tastes of my clients, I attempted to replicate Stan's excellent ability to remember these little things so that I could bring in little treats that spoke to people's preferences. It was a habit that served me extremely well and further reinforced the new relationships I was beginning to make. In the next episode, I'm going to tell you about the time I pulled the wrong handle right off of Stan's SUV and what happened afterwards. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again at the next one.